0: That's iXL.com slash B E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where I help you stop putting out fires and start leading. I am your host, Jethro Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Welcome to episode 479. I am excited to be here with you today because this is the first episode of the month. I'm doing my own solo thing, which is something new that I've been doing this year. Let me know how you like that. I'd love to hear back from you. I have several friends who are looking for new positions right now, and there is a lot that goes into making a decision like this. So I'm dedicating this episode to my friends who are looking for something. So I want you to imagine that we are in a coffee shop and I'm having this conversation with you. If you do want to have this conversation, because admittedly it is easier to have over the phone with someone or in person, I'm going to ask some questions in here. And when I do that, if you take the time to pause the podcast and actually answer the questions, it will be a valuable experience. Just saying them out loud while you're driving or exercising will also be valuable. Bonus points, however, if you actually write out your answers. And if you want to go through this with me, just give me a call. 801-7-JETHRO. Seriously, that's my phone number. One, it's awesome that it has my name in it, and two, you can call me. You're probably not going to take me up on that because you probably think I'm too busy or you don't matter enough. That's baloney. If you don't call me, call someone else you trust and talk through this with them. Before we get into the rest of the episode, I want to recognize a new partner for the Transformative Principle Podcast. It is JustWriteReader at justwrightreader.com. When I was an elementary principal, I saw firsthand how important reading was. If kids can read, they can do anything. But to be honest, our decodable readers were not that great. They are boring, repetitive, and they were kind of bland. So a few weeks ago, Sarah from Just Right Reader shared her decodables with me. Kids see themselves in these books. They're enjoyable and actually funny. I'm going to talk more about this in the future, but in the meantime, check out JustWriteReader.com for some decodables that kids will love reading. We've got some great episodes coming out this month on transformative principle. Let me just give you a little overview real quick. Next week, we're going to talk to Michelle Goldslag, who is the founder of uh, and CEO of Cultured Kids which is an after-school art and storytelling program that helps people develop identity, empathy, and belonging. That will be a great show. Then, a week after that, we're going to have Spike Cook back on. We're going to talk about how setting goals in your school, about how to set goals in your school. Excuse me. Spike is always a great conversation. i had him on a couple times, and this one should be no different. Then we're going to go to the Dominican Republic, and we're going to talk to Jorge Ruiz, who is a head of school down there, and that one is about how they, how they do the work with so many different nationalities, so many kids from so many different places. Then we're going to head to Houston, Texas, and talk to Melissa Sherman, and I've talked about her before, and this one is fantastic, her school, the Fay School is this amazing private school down there with three acres next to a bayou, lots of outdoor stuff. Then we're continuing our worldwide trend by going out to uh, Michael Leisenblatt, who I don't remember if he's in New Zealand or Australia, but that'll be a great conversation as well. And then we're going to be talking with Brioni Scott, who is in Australia and she runs an all girls school and Her wisdom and insights and her experience are just amazing. So that's what you've got to look forward to this month on Transformative Principle. I hope you enjoy all of these interviews, and I just love doing this. Let's get into our topic today. So let's talk about career transitions a friend recently shared this article on LinkedIn with me called Tribe Brand Domain, How to Think About Building Career. And this is really great. It's written by David Boyce, who is a serial entrepreneur who has helped build and sell four companies. Currently, he's the chief strategy officer for Zant and board member for Forrester. He's an adjunct professor of marketing at BYU's Marriott School of Business and a frequent guest lecturer at Harvard Business School. I, In the past, I've regularly given advice similar to what Dave offers here, but he did it in such an eloquent, beautiful way that I just wanted to share it with you. So, I encourage you to check out this article um, at the, at LinkedIn and you can see that in you can find that in the show notes at jethrojones.com or transformativeprinciple.org. So first and foremost, let's remember what a job is. David describes a job as a transitional arrangement with an employer that has certain features easy to measure and compare title, compensation benefits, etc. end quote. A job is just a thing. They come and go. They are largely out of your control, no matter how secure you think that job may be. I typically use the word transactional because you're trading time for money. But I like how Dave uses the word transitional because it connotes that it is a time of transition, not a permanent thing. It's like you are learning something to prepare you for the next step in your career. And a career is different than a job. A career is something you invest in over the long term. It takes shape longitudinally, layer upon layer. While the person in charge of your job may be your boss, the person in charge of your career is you. End quote. Two important things. Number one, your career is your responsibility. Number two, no career can only be defined with a specific path. Now, let's say for a moment that you want in your career to be a superintendent. A superintendent is a job title, is a position within your broader career. There are some people who say that in order to be a superintendent, you have to have a certain number of years experience as a teacher, then X years as a principal, then X years as a curriculum director, then X years as assistant superintendent. Then you can quote unquote qualify for that role. That is made up. If I took a poll of superintendents, I am sure many would have followed a similar path to that, and that could be the tried and true way to do it, but that doesn't mean that it is the only way to be a superintendent. I am sure that I can find several superintendents who have taken a career path, just like I can easily find several principals who have taken different career paths to get there. Um, I recently shared a sad story on my other podcast, Cyber Traps, where a superintendent in a district in Massachusetts started out as a substitute teacher and eventually became the superintendent. It's a great rise uh, rise to the position of power in the district. And unfortunately, we were talking about her situation because she got caught in a cyber trap and allegedly sent threatening messages to a police officer to dissuade him from applying to be Police chief. I only bring this weird story in to illustrate that you are in charge of your career. While you may not always be in charge of your job, your career and how you talk about it is completely up to you. So, I want to ask you a couple questions. Are you where you want to be in your career? Are you learning the skills you want to learn to help you in your career? Are you doing the things that you want to do? to help you in your career. Your job determines a lot of those things, but ultimately you have to decide whether or not that's you. Dave Boyce adds, quote, Who will decide how to sequence jobs, layer experiences, and develop facets of your professional self? Nobody but you, end quote. When I personally left being a principal in 2020, I told my wife that even if I went back into schools, I would never define myself by my role again. I get to decide who I am and what that means, and so do you. And that's exactly the point that Dave is making. You are in charge of your career. When you're making a choice about a job, Dave continues, quote, it's important to focus on things that will matter over the long run. Starting salary doesn't matter starting title doesn't matter much. Benefits don't matter. So what does matter? And this is the thing you have to answer for yourself as well. Dave's going to suggest that these things that matter are TBD, tribe, brand, domain, in that order of importance. But you also have to make these own judgments for yourself. So here's another question. What matters to you In your career? What matters to you in your job? And recognize that those are two different questions. So let's talk about TBD, Tribe Brand Domain. I was first introduced to tribes by uh, the 2008 book by Seth Godin, Tribes, We Need You to Lead Us. It brought this idea of tribes to our collective consciousness. And I'm sure others have thought about it and written about it, but that's where it became really apparent and obvious to me. Dave talks about tribe like this. Quote, look to your left and to your right. Who do you see? People who inspire you, challenge you, stretch you? Do you get energy from your peers or do they suck energy from you? Do they encourage you to do your best work or do they bore you? Are you your best professional self among your workmates? Think about that for a minute. Answer those questions. Ponder them. I want to address this last question, which is, are you your best professional self among your workmates? Your best professional self. That doesn't mean that you are perfect, but it does mean that your peers encourage you to strive. I remember working for one district where we were in a principal meeting, and as soon as the district person left, the other principals started ragging on the district as a whole and complaining about anything and everything. This group of principals did not inspire me to be my best professional self. I knew that I had to get out of there. That's the negative part of that, but let me talk about when I worked with Damon, Courtney, and Carla. These were my three assistant principals when I was in Alaska. Although they were all very different, they truly brought out my best professional self in their own way. And that made all the difference. I still talk with all three of them regularly, and anytime I'm thinking of something new, they're some of the first people I talk to about it. They've always set me up for success, and I hope I've been able to do the same for them as well. And this is the point of the tribe. Dave continues, quote, If if one of your peers find the opportunity of a lifetime, and they need the best and brightest to join them and reap the rewards of an amazing product, market, or whatever, who will they call? The people they know and respect— If one of those people is you, lucky you. End quote. Earlier on when Dave mentioned that salary and title don't matter, he was right. He says, On the other hand, if you look to your left and see sleepy and to your right and see dopey, you may be in trouble. It almost doesn't matter how much an employer pays you. No amount is enough to sacrifice the opportunity to build relationships with best and brightest peers. End quote. This is so important. You have to look at the people around you, currently, and in any new position you're looking at. Thankfully, shortly after I got hired in Fairbanks, I got to interview for an assistant principal. Courtney was clearly the best and brightest. So in closing and talking about Tribe, think about these questions. The ones that I mentioned before, and this would be a good place to pause and answer these questions. Who do you see around you? People who inspire you, challenge you, stretch you? Do you get energy from peers or do they suck energy from you? Do they encourage you to do your best work or do they bore you? Are you your best professional self among your workmates? Take some time and think about that and see what your experience is. The next piece of this framework is brand, and we're talking about ourselves as we are finding a position. One of the pieces of advice I give to anyone looking for a job is that you are interviewing them as much as they are interviewing you. You've got to see if who they are aligns with your personal brand. Dave introduces a really simple way to evaluate this. He says, quote, do you love talking about your work at parties, family gatherings, reunions, if so, your work is aligned with your personal brand, end quote. I had a job cleaning up construction sites once. I hated every minute of it, and I try to never talk about it. More than anything, it taught me what I don't want to do. I'm certainly not afraid of working in hard. In fact, that was the only part of the job that was rewarding. I was outside and building muscle every day. As I look back on my career now, I'm so grateful for where I worked and what I learned while I was there. Most of my positions are highlights on my resume, but some didn't really align to my brand. I'm certainly not saying that you can't learn things, even in difficult or non-ideal situations, but it really is so much better when you are proud of where you work. In education, most of us are just going to work for just another school. In my book, How to Be a Transformative Principal, I teach principals how to not be just another school. Regardless, most of us are not going to work at well-known or popular schools. There aren't many Teslas, Twitters, or Amazons, or Apples in the education space. But I encourage every principal listening to this, and every superintendent listening to this, and every teacher, to make your school that way. Be innovative. Disrupt the status quo. Serve your family so well that they... That people want to know what you are doing, or not. I mean, if that's not your brand, you'd hate working in a school like that, wouldn't you? I was talking last week to Steve Maletto, the host of the podcast Teaching, Learning, Leading K twelve. He's the executive director of a regional education service agency in the heart of Georgia. He said that people say they want change agents, but when the changing Change starts happening. Many people say, Wait, it was good enough before. We don't need to make these changes. Lean into your brand and find places that complement your brand, as in, make it complete, not give it compliments. And there's a big difference here between those two. And I want to take just a little bit longer and talk about this because. You have to find the right place for you, the place that makes sense, the place that aligns to your values and your personal brand. You might not exactly know what that is yet, and that is okay also. But you want to think, would I be proud to talk about this company or this school or this whatever as you're looking at these job changes in your life? You've got to be. You've got to say, this is the kind of place I want to work. So ask yourself this question. Am I proud of the place that I'm working? Or if you are applying for a job, like my friends that I'm dedicating this to are, would you be proud to work for that school or for that company? And I want you to think about that because it makes a difference. Are you proud of your connection to them? Think about your connections to your previous jobs. Have you been proud of your connection to them? All right, the last piece of this framework is domain. Dave says, quote, a key piece of a successful career is getting good at something. No one develops all the required domain expertise in one single job. So it is up to you to sequence experiences so that you can develop each facet of your professional expertise deliberately. End quote. This goes back to having a vision for your life. Do you have a vision for your life? If you don't, it would be very worth your time to sit down and make a vision for your life so you know how to build your career, know what you want to get good in, and know how to make sure that you have plans in place to support your growth because you know who you want to become. I'm going to repeat that quote from Dave. No one develops all the required domain expertise in one single job, so it is up to you to sequence experiences so you can develop each facet of your professional expertise deliberately. This is important. If you don't have a vision and goals for your life, you'll be more likely to coast along and make some decisions that may or may not be in your best interest. It's like getting blown along the wind and is not always what you want to be doing. Let's take a little detour. Have you watched the show severance on Apple streaming service? It is a bizarre, crazy show, but it's so good. Here's the premise. In order to achieve, quote, work-life balance, unquote, people get an implant that makes their work and personal lives separate. Their work persona has no idea what happens with their outside-of-work persona, called the outie. They don't know their names, their family relationships, where they live, anything. And their personal self has no idea what happens at work just that they show up at work and then leave at the end of the day. Each side calls themselves awake when they are in that state. Anyway, these people have a reason why they want to know nothing about the work they do all the day. At the end of season one, you're left with more questions than answers, but one man, Marquez, chose to do the severance procedures because he lost his wife in a terrible car accident, and this is how he chose to deal with the grief that he was experiencing. He has no desire to know or get good at anything, and while he was a professor before his wife's accident, he couldn't being, handle being a professor after his wife died. Thankfully, this dystopic world does not exist yet, and so we need to build domain expertise in our careers. And that is actually quite fulfilling. So think about this question Are you building domain expertise in your field? Is your job helping you build? the kind of domain expertise that you want. Is the job that you are looking at helping you build the domain expertise that you want? So, once again, the framework is called TBD, Tribe Brand Domain, created by Dave Boyce. There's a link to his article in the show notes at transformativeprinciple.org or jethrojones.com slash podcasts. Now, you can use TBD to decide on a single job opportunity, or you can use it to determine if your life is heading in the direction that you want it to go. I'm personally actively evaluating some things in my life right now through this framework, and I'll let you know more about that in episode 484 on June 6th. Until then, be sure to check out JustWriteReader.com for some amazing decodables that your students will actually enjoy reading. Thanks for listening to Transformative Principle. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.